0: yo yo, what's up my loyal people
1: welcome to the loyalty over cloud podcast my name is ari
0: And usually i'm big daddy Vaughn. but since we're talking about our kids today mm-hmm. uh i'll just be daddy Vaughn today
1: okay daddy von
0: okay sweetie
1: i not mean dad daddy, of, daddy dad von dad
0: one of the kids but uh daddy. since we're talking about our kids how about we just Let them introduce themselves.
1: Okay, then. What's up? It's Lippy Lips by Lane. Okay, Lippy Lips by Lane. What else you want to tell the people? You want to tell them something else? I'm in the crib. Oh, okay, in the crib. (laughs) My
0: name is Landon Landon,
1: the loyal podcast people. What, Landon? Let's try that again. What was that? What did you even say? Landon's in the loyal podcast, people. Oh, okay. Landon's in the loyal podcast, people. Okay.
0: uh, Uh, Y'all may go now.
1: All right. Listen. Listen. Let me tell you one thing, two things for sure. Don't be fussing. Don't be fighting down there. Okay? Everybody has homework to do. Go do it. And we thank you. Yeah, snack, homework, but yeah. it better not be no fussing and fighting. Y'all go to y'all separate rooms. Goodbye. All, and, Goodbye. all right, and thank you. Cause I promise, <laughs> you now if I hear some fussing.
0: Y'all, that was so real. That what? was not. That was not scripted at all. What? You telling them? Oh, go. <laughs>
1: child, bye. Absolutely not. No man, no man. I'm no sir. Y'all go down there and do that work, and nobody got time to hear no fussing. Y'all have things that y'all need to do. So therefore. Do that, and y'all are in separate rooms. I shouldn't. Y'all should be fussing. I don't understand. In separate rooms. I don't
0: understand. Like they're fuss all day, but they can't stay away from each other. Right. Like, dude, just stay out each other' room. Y'all'll be all
1: right. <laughs> and then, but my thing, my whole thing is, they'll do all of that fussing and fighting and all that. But then when we get on one of them, then they'll be like, it's okay. Well, then what you made all that fuss for? Right. Like, if it was going to be okay, then why in the world did you act like he was about to take you out? Now, I don't I don't understand. I like, don't get it.
0: Like you say, they
1: drama. Okay. Drama and they're your kids. When they start doing it, them your kids.
0: Why is like whenever they do bad stuff, they my kids?
1: I mean, it's not necessarily is that bad. What, is
0: that what women do?
1: Um, I don't think so. It's what I do. I don't think it's necessarily bad things when they do stuff that my kids wouldn't. That's when they're your kids. But I'm saying. Because my kids would that, never.
0: Is that something only you do or is there the woman? Thing? Well,
1: I don't know. I mean, we don't have many other married people with kids. I the bet evening. you
0: I bet you a lot of women uh, do that. I bet y'all women do that. When the kids acting crazy, <laughs> they the daddy kids now. I mean, it makes but, more sense. But when they get good grades or they do real good at something. That's that, my that, baby. Yeah, they're my kids.
1: Yeah, I mean, because that's what my kids would do. My kids would be scholars. Now, what your kids will do, I don't know, but mine, (laughs) Wow, just saying, just saying, but yes, we are talking about our kids today. We're going to start from the beginning, 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 because our goal is to set a foundation for you guys to know exactly who we are and where we come from and how we um, are shaped the way we are shaped today. Um, And then also as we go along, like, you know, why we think the way we think. You know, and that kind of stuff because of some of the things that we've gone through. In order for us to, you know, talk about that, I feel like we need a nice, solid foundation. So, you know, we talked about, you know, how we even became boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, or whatever you want to call it. And then also how we, you know... Came up with the loyalty over cloud brand. And now we're going into talking about our children and how we became parents. And then, you know, we're just going from there. I just feel like a good foundation is needed. We yeah, need so that y'all foundation. so you know who,
0: who we are.
1: Yeah. You know. Instead of just going in and talking about, you know, stuff. We can go in and talk about anything. But, I mean, for the, you know, we, we're in this for the long run. So I feel like y'all need to know about us so you can, you know,
0: I understand. You. I feel you.
1: But, yeah, so I guess we can start with Lane and talk about that. Um, I know on that first episode we did get into a little bit about how, um, you know, when I found out I was pregnant or whatever the case is. But we can go a little bit more into depth and then we can move on, you know, to landing. But with Elena, like I stated, it was really mentally a struggle um, being pregnant because I, you know, I wasn't mentally ready, um, emotionally ready, Um, because I feel like I still had some growing up to do, you know, granted I was in the latter older age If you, if that makes sense, like in the 21 in 21 ish in that age range. So I feel like I was still able to, you know, I was still could have been mentally okay to have a kid, but I wasn't like a teen pregnancy. It wasn't a teen pregnancy, but still I was not in the mental space to have a child, Um, You know, I was still out here doing what I wanted to do. You know, granted, I was working a couple of jobs and then, you know, had my little friend on the side would, would help me out with things. But I wasn't saving. I didn't know anything about that. You know, what I did, let me rephrase, I did know about saving, but at that age, I just chose not to, why, when I can go out and go to eat, and I can buy me some shoes, and right. I can, you know, I had my little cheap little rent, I think, when I was paying, it was like maybe $500 or something like Ooh, that. Oh. My car payment was like 250 I was still on my mama's cell phone bill. You know, I wasn't in that mental space to be like, oh my gosh, there's a human that I had to take care of. You know, I just wasn't there. So when I found out, it was definitely hard for me, and then also the guy that I was pregnant by, I wasn't really with. Who's the guy? You. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't, you know, wasn't really with. So that was another thing that was stressing me out. And I, I, I am like, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. Like I'm, you know, I'm very, I'm a very emotional person. So, um, you know, it was, it was tough for me. I did end up getting very, very sick. Um, I did have the you know the disorder or disease or whatever you want to call it. Whenever you're pregnant, you just throw up all uh, you throw up a lot. It's like hypergravity, gravity, something. Is yeah, HG whatever. But yeah, so I did have that. So I was constantly throwing up. I went from like 200 pounds to 155. You know, I had to have fluids administered. I had to be on a Zofran pump. Um, You know, I had to do all of those things in order to maintain health. Like my teeth were decaying uh, because I wasn't able to brush my teeth like normal because any type of liquid that touched my mouth, I was, you know, it was to the point that I was throwing up stomach acid. So my throat was really sore and scratchy and all that other kind of stuff because I had no content in my stomach to, you know, release, release that. So it was it was a lot. It was it was a lot. Um, you know, but as time went along, I was able to, you know, get back in connection with Vine, and we were able to build a relationship. We were able to, um, you know, and to move to the, move to the next step. And he was able to be there for me and be there for Elena. Um, you know, anything you want to say about the pregnancy before we go into the birth part?
0: Uh, you know, we weren't talking like Mm -hmm. that and she was being mean. She was being,
1: a she was. was being mean. I'm sorry.
0: Like, and I was actually trying to be there for her, but she just wasn't having it, I guess. I had a little something to do with that. but A little? That's neither here nor there, because I was trying to be there,
1: and you weren't. But were you being understanding, though? Okay, so now looking back at it, looking at all the things that I was going through mentally, physically, emotionally, all of those things, looking back at it, do you kind of understand where I was coming from?
0: I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, if you see somebody that's actively trying to, you know, be in you and their future kids' life,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you would kind of, you know, eased up. You did ease up, but mm-hmm.
1: phew, at I mean, first you was
0: mean. Yeah. I mean, you was intentionally mean too. Mm-hmm.
1: It was definitely because I was hurt. I mean, hurt like I hate that saying. It you know sometimes it makes me crazy thinking about when people say it but hurt people hurt people I was hurt I was you know because I've already reached out to you I've already gave my heart to you and you paid it no attention and then you know once I thought we were good we ended up back in the same situation so I understand you saying that you know I was mean I was intentionally mean but you you know I could have let up a little bit but you also had to take accountability for what you did you know it wasn't perfect it wasn't a perfect friendship whatever we want to call that um, you know, you did hurt my feelings and you did hurt me. And so, I, I mean, at that moment I did what was necessary to protect myself and my future child as well. Um, you have to understand I, I did, I wasn't raised with a father. So I saw my mama do pretty much everything. So in my head, okay, you want to play around, you want to play games. I saw somebody do it. I can do the same thing. You know, I can be just as strong. So, you know, it, it's, it's, it was more than, me being me, it was multiple layers, and then also I'm bringing a child into this world. I'm nervous. I'm scared. Is she? Is he gonna do like my daddy did? Like it's so many things that was associated with that. Me being scared. True. So it was more than just you. You know.
0: You wouldn't have been one of those baby mamas, would you? Would you have one of those? Like,
1: what? What is those?
0: You know, I seen I got some people I know that just have some terrible baby mamas.
1: I mean, I don't see myself, you know, being that way. I definitely showed those signs at the beginning, but it was like I stated, it was more of out of hurt. It wasn't, you know, I just wanted to, you know, wanted you to care for me. Like I care for you. It was, it was also a cry out for, Hey, I'm here. Like, you know, when I wanted you, you know, you play with me, but now you think it's because there's a child that I'm, I have to talk to you. I have to be with you all because as a child. I don't, you know, you just because she is, you know, here or, you know, just because I'm pregnant, that doesn't erase you hurting my feelings and making me feel some type of way.
0: You're right. So Uh, I'm just glad I ain't got to deal with that. (laughs) Baby mama drama. Oh, Jesus.
1: Yeah. But it was, it was overall a very, it was a very rough pregnancy. Um, it did ease up and I did start to enjoy the pregnancy, Um, You know, um, halfway, well, more than halfway through. Um, But we did get on a good page. We did, you know, we made it to delivery day. Actually, I went past my delivery day because, you know, when you have your first kid, they usually make you go past your delivery date to see if you're going to deliver on your own. As long as baby and mommy is okay. So um, I did go past. I was like 40 and some days. And um, we ended up going to the hospital to be induced. I didn't know much about, um, you know, delivery. Um, I just didn't, I had never, I haven't been around anyone to who delivered for real, like, you know, went through a whole pregnancy. So, um, I was a little confused of how delivery was going to go. Um, I tried to labor on my own, but unfortunately I, for some reason she just would not come down. She was really She was big. Yeah. She was high. She was really high. And so, but, also, I'm trying to go off of how I was then and not off of the mind that I have now. Um, you know, so I didn't know any better. I, they did tell me to go walk with me and Vine. My mama went walking up and down the stairs, up and down the stairs. And she just would not come down. She was a high baby. Um, I was dilating, but she just was so far up. So then they ended up saying that her heart was in distress and they ended up doing an emergency C-section. So um, and then after that, she was born and she was eight pounds. Ten ounces. You remember, right? That? I don't know. I think she was eight pounds, ten ounces.
0: You know, men don't remember well. Well,
1: yeah, she was eight. She was she was a big baby. Like it was to the point that you had to go to Old Navy after she was born to buy her zero to three month clothes because the newborn was too tight. I ain't lying. <laughs> yeah, and Lane she was, was born big... in February, so it was cold. Yeah, she Lane was.
0: Yeah, Lane was a big baby. Yeah, but she was healthy. That's all that mattered. You know, I don't remember the pounds and ounces. <laughs> I don't remember how
1: long she was. I do remember her head was big, though. And it when she came, she, she had like a cone. You. Yeah, she probably that, so. Yeah, she get that big old mm-hmm. head All right, me. nah, you're pushing it. You're pushing it. My head ain't that big. But she had a little cone-shaped head, and they were saying it was because of how she was in the birth canal, and my um, pelvis wasn't wide enough for her to be vaginally delivered. Um, you know, knowing now off of my now brain of you know taking doula courses and you know becoming a community-based doula, um, I now realize that they were there was positions that I could have done um, and routes that I could have taken in order to. Um, you know make have sure a natural birth to have my yeah and to have my pelvic floor, you Look know, at, you. at the level it needed to be. At, ah, okay, I know, I know, I know. Girl. your girl is out here learning, honey. Your girl is out Learn here learning, okay. but yeah, so now I know, um, you know, those things now. After, oh, anything you want to say about actual birth because you had to end up going into the um c section because I ended up having a C-section. So, how was that for you?
0: I mean, but, I was just. It was long. I was just ready was for her long. to have this baby <laughs> so we can, you know, mm-hmm. start our lives. Right. I was just happy she was healthy. Um, Everybody was good. The, uh, the nurse that we had was amazing. She was amazing. She was what good. was her name,
1: Amanda? I don't know. I think it was Amanda. She was phenomenal. Like, she was so great. Like, I, I even went to thank her, like, for real, for real. Because she did so. She cared for us. She cared for Elena. Like, she was so dope. But the, aunt, you know, and I hate when she left. Oh, were you finished talking about the actual birth on my bed and the C-section part of my bed? Oh, no. Nah,
0: yeah, uh, everything was first, good. First everything of all, I remember,
1: good. I don't, I think it was Elena. And, <laughs> and you went back, we were back there for the C-section. And they had already, you know, cut me and all that other kind of stuff. And they, you went around the table, to you know, around the petition in the middle. Yeah. And you came back and you was like, girl, they cut you open. Are you a bus open or something like that? I was like, dude, well, duh, I'm having a a C-section. Do you know how many layers of skin they are cutting through? Like, you know, of course I'm going to be open up, but... He was he did very well. There was no fainting. He yeah, was I think very that's supportive. Fake. I Ain't gonna say I no. think no. I don't think that's fake, but I don't think it's fake, not sweetie. I, I don't know. I done been woozy around some some things. Like you remember when Lane got that burn on her arm from that um fire? Mm-hmm. When changing that bandage, that thing made me a little woozy. Like you know, and I'm able to see, but I think it, it feels different when it's somebody that you really really care for. Cause I say, Lord, my baby. But, um, but, yeah, I got a little woozy dealing with that. So, I mean, I, I don't think it's fake. It's just some people can take the sight of some things and some people can't. I guess. <laughs> but, um, but the overall birth, it, it, it was the birth part was good up until after I had her. Um, you know, so I didn't struggle much with the C-section. You know, they had they have you get up and walk. Um, you know, the cut was pretty fine. I had an old school, um, CNA that came through and she would have that hot, um, water with that soap and that stuff all in it to clean me up really good. She was dope. She was really good too. But, um, it was after my blood pressure would not go down. Um, and Vaughn was, you know, I had my friends and family come up there and all that other kind of stuff. And Vaughn wasn't letting nobody hold the baby. And she he was like, she ain't crying. Now, oh, I did forget to say that when I got my epidural baby, whoever that um anesthesiologist was to give me that um epidural, it was from my neck to my toes. Like I could not move my arms or legs or nothing. And so, like, I couldn't even hold the baby. So I was, I think Feronda was in there and Vaughn was like, ah, oh, she good, she good. I said, Feronda, if you don't get my baby, hold my baby. Because somebody need to hold her because I can't. Oh, it was to the point that somebody had to hold her up to me for me to breastfeed because I could not move my arms. So, um, and now knowing that could have been a very big problem because I, you know, it should have only been from, you know, the waist down. I should not have been, you know, that. You know, that numb. So now knowing that could have been something big where, you know, it could have potentially been paralyzed. You know, I could have potentially been paralyzed not knowing that then, but knowing now it was like, oh, wow, I'm so glad that the good Lord Jesus loves me you know, because it, it could have been worse. So, um, you know, I, I, it was a struggle then because I couldn't really move for that first day. You know, of course when you get epidural, but that next day I still wasn't able to fully move. And if, you know, after you have a baby, you start to shaking and all the other kind of stuff. So I'm still going through that, but not able to hold my baby. Um, so that was kind of hard for me. And then my blood pressure wouldn't go down. So, um, they tried um, turning the lights off. They tried telling me to play soft music. They tried, they took away my guest. Um, you know, they turned the light, like they did a lot of different things to try to get my blood pressure down. They were actually, if I'm not mistaken, giving me um, blood pressure medicine there. Um, but my blood pressure was still elevated. Um, you know, so me not knowing any better. Um, you know, we went through the, th- went through that part with, of, all of that, but I still left the hospital with a st- extremely high blood pressure. Um, if I, I don't remember them giving me any blood pressure medicine, all I remember was them giving me Tylenol, uh, for the cut. And some, if I'm not mistaken, it was a, a narcotic, but I can't remember which, what it was. Um, so that's all I remember them giving me. They didn't give me any blood pressure medicine, um, and if it wasn't, you know, I say Atlanta had to be what a couple of weeks old? Not yeah. even was it? It wasn't even a week, was it? Probably about a week old. And I just could not shake this headache. I just literally could not shake it. I would try to take a nap. I would try to, you know, I didn't want to take Tylenol because I was breastfeeding, and all the other kind of stuff. And I tried everything that I could naturally to get rid of that doggone headache, and I could not get rid of it. Everything that I knew then. Um, to get rid of it, didn't know the signs. Nobody told me any signs or what to look for, and if they did, I don't remember them telling me. Um, you know, so Vaughn was like, "You don't had this headache for days. It's time for you to go to the to the doctor." So I made it a uh, what you call it, a visit where you just go that day, a uh, walk in, and we sat for a little second. Um, but when I got there to the hot to the doctor's office. And you know, the nurse comes in to check your blood pressure, check you did it, you know, this, that, and the third. She checked my blood pressure. She checked it about, I think, twice or three times, if I'm not mistaken. She checked it a, a good bit of times. And then the doctor comes flying in and she's like, uh you need to go to the hospital you're doing post-eclampsia and you need to go there I already got a room waiting for you just just and I'm like Vaughn, what's going on and she was talking to him like don't pass go don't collect $200 take her straight to the mercy room and I'm like what is going on she was like your blood pressure is stroke level like I don't know like you need to go so then they I don't even think they let me walk out I think they wheeled me out if I'm not mistaken and then I got in the car you had the baby and we went to the hospital you remember all of that
0: i don't <laughs>
1: you don't remember that i mean i remember you know
0: what the doctor was saying but like the detail you oh going in, yeah
1: well i, I guess remember i remember because it was me um so we got to the <laughs> hospital <laughs> well i guess you're not much help on this um we got to the hospital and um they literally were downstairs already um waiting with a wheelchair they took us upstairs. They um, literally strapped my legs and arms to the bed. Do you remember that? I remember that. Okay, goodness. I was about to say, where were you? So um, they did that because they were like, well, we don't know if you're going to have a stroke or a seizure first. Your blood pressure is dangerously high. We don't want you to get out of the bed. You're a far risk. Just going down a list of things. And they were also trying to do a catheter so that I wouldn't have to get out of the bed. But I was explaining to them, hey, I need to go to the restroom. So we went through that whole debacle, and they ended up letting me go to the restroom so they could do the catheter. But, um, yes, it was hard because I just had a baby. I've been dealing with, um, you know, this blood pressure thing, this headache. I feel like I couldn't be as attentive as I needed to be to my daughter because I'm not all here. Like something's going on, but I just didn't know what, Um, you know. So finding that out, getting that help, I stayed in there for a couple of days. Um, I had to fight to get my baby up there because they were like I was solely breastfeeding. There was no formula. So um, how is this man supposed to, you know, we don't we didn't have any money for real well, no, we didn't have any money to buy no whole no breast pump. I think I ended up borrowing a machine from someone and ended up getting my own tubing. But that was pretty much after the fact, so I didn't have a breast pump. So how am I supposed to pump in and and give the bottle when I don't even have a pump? Um, I had a hand pump, but by the time I did, man, it I, that was it was horrible. So um, you know, I had to fight to get her up there. Then the charge nurse ended up letting me keep her up there. Um, and they got my blood pressure down and I did end up having, you know, still having elevations after I left the hospital, but they did put me on blood pressure medicine then. Um, and then of course, after all of that, I ended up with, I feel, I'm not sure if it was baby blues or postpartum depression. I didn't have the desire or want to harm anybody, but I was just extremely sad, um, because I couldn't work, we didn't have any money, bills were still coming, like it was just a lot of things you know going on. we're in this new relationship, we're trying to figure out this baby um you know, she's throwing up everywhere like it it was it was a lot it was it was a lot, and the living situations weren't the best I mean, they did what they needed to do, but it wasn't ideal um you know, so it was it was a lot for me, yeah, like.
0: Yeah, the Lane pregnancy wasn't the best, but Mm -hmm. that's why, you know, when you had that second one, Mm -hmm. the second one is kind of a little bit easier on you. I feel like Landon's, you know, the process with Landon was a lot easier on you than Lane.
1: Yeah, it was. And I didn't, um, and, and well, actually, listening to like my grandma and stuff about staying in the house and did it because she was born in February, about you know your uterus falling out and all this other kind of stuff, <laughs> and catching pleurisy and all this other kind of stuff. So I was shell, I was in that house, and then you already know the situation with that. So it was, it was definitely, it was definitely hard, um, but overall, uh, we were so grateful to have a healthy, you know baby baby mm-hmm. girl um you know we it, the the road that we you know we had to take wasn't you know great um you know a couple of months uh after her birth you know we ended up having to find housing um you know a place to stay and stuff like that so it it, it definitely was an idea and i feel like when you start on a struggle it takes so long to get out of that struggle it does. like we started on a and and, and now that I think back on it, we didn't have to start on the struggle because we were, you know, when we were staying with Feronda, we were in a good place. She didn't we didn't bother her. She didn't bother us. She you know, we had a good time. It wasn't anything, you know, bad. We definitely could have taken our time to get ourselves together. But when you feel like you're a burden on somebody, you kind of rush it along, right. um, you know, so we did end up doing that and. And she didn't say that we were. It's just the feeling that you get when you're in somebody else's space. And it's not just one. It's three, along with all of this baby stuff. You know, so, like, I, we were, and you know, ready to find some place so that she could have her space back and that we could have our own space. But I really do wish that we would have maybe taken a little bit more time to get our finances together um, before we move. But because you were the only one working.
0: Yeah, I was, but mm-hmm. yeah, me, I don't like, I don't like depending on nobody. So yeah. we had to get out of there.
1: Yeah. and But it, we had, a. it wasn't nothing wrong with the space. It's just how, you know, it, it's just how we are. Like it's, it, you just rather have your own space, especially when it, and if it was just me or if it was just, you know, Elaine or, you know, but it was all three of us. Right. <laughs> so that was a lot to ask somebody, but she, she sure did. She ain't stutter. She ain't bad badass. She was like, yep, come on. And um, you know, so I'm really grateful for her and grateful for that because that really helped us at least save what we did so that we could get our own spot. And we did end up moving to our own spot and we were there for a little second. We were there for about a about a year. Um, but we did still struggle a lot with stability.
0: Yeah. We, we did, did. we but did. That's why I say, like, you know, that first pregnancy, you just you just don't really know what's the word? Uh you just don't know don't How know I'm I am mean, do not know it's just it's just different you just take a day by day yeah. and you know you keep going and, and you know and I just feel like it was just a lesson learned as far as uh you know you being pregnant and you know having a baby and all that mm. s- stuff going on it was mm-hmm. just rough for everybody so yeah. I just feel like it was you know it was a it was a tough experience but it just made us a lot stronger
1: it did for real yeah. for real um, you know, especially knowing that we really had to depend on each other because I had no money, you know, I wasn't cleared to go back to work. We had no child care, um, you know, you were doing all of it. And it's not like you were working at this multi; you were, you know, you were working at Walmart. Yeah, I was working at Walmart, and
0: Walmart.
1: you were having to travel to work at Walmart. So, you know, it, it it was tough, but I'm so glad that we made it through that. And um, you know, we have an amazing little girl. She is so smart. Um, you know, she reminds me of Vaughn with her. She's so timid, so shy. Um, but when you get to know her, sis can be talk, a lot.
0: Talk your head
1: off. <laughs> and be about to get knocked because she got a out on her now. hmm I don't know where she get that from.
0: Get that from yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see how you talk about? Oh, yeah.
1: whatever. But yes, she is amazing. I love her. I love her life. Uh, I love her personality. Like, she is so dope. Um, but yeah, so that's our story with Miss Selena. Guess we can go to Landon now.
0: Landon was a mistake.
1: I, no, want
0: no, I didn't want no more kids. <laughs>
1: for real, for real. I was in cosmetology school. And you know, do you know how I, how I got pregnant for real, for real? Mm-hmm. I mean, Won't I you know leave? how. Don't I'm talking about like, because I was on birth control both times, actually. But I really. I got that st- Nah, it. nah, that's enough. All right, so never mind. So um, I had got a tooth pulled because, you remember, I said about Elena, and I was really struggling dental-wise. Um, So I had a tooth pulled, and they gave me antibiotics. And I didn't know anything about, you know, you know, but you don't know about antibiotics canceling natural birth control. So, of course, we weren't using no protection. <laughs> so um, that's how I got pregnant with Elena. I mean, Landon and i knew i was pregnant when i started craving salads i knew it but i didn't i was in denial and feronda told me whenever i was craving all them salads she told she said you pregnant i said girl no i'm not and i ain't pregnant i don't know who you don't my but i'm not pregnant and i be doggone i went to that doctors and she um she told me i was pregnant I called Fran. I said, Fronda, come by the house whenever. She told me why, because you pregnant. I was like, girl, come by the house. Ain't nobody asked you to say nothing. And she was like, I knew. I knew you was pregnant. And I was like, God, doggone it. I am pregnant again. Lane ain't even two. And I'm pregnant again.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Landon was a mistake. I didn't want no more kids. Don't keys. say a
1: mistake. That's he, not nice. I mean,
0: I didn't want no more kids.
1: Well, that's fine. But don't say, no, that's not nice.
0: Well, he, he wasn't, wasn't a, planned. He wasn't planned. He was not playing at all.
1: Well, like my grandma said, if you haven't sex, you know what come with it. So,
0: But, I mean, I'm glad, you know, this pregnancy here was a lot smoother. She wasn't really sick like
1: that. Mm, I still was throwing up, boy, but uh, you it know. was nowhere near like the first time. Yeah. But I could know. only eat salads for the most part. You remember I had that Philly cheese steak from that restaurant you kept loving to go to so much? Where at? Over there when was in Darlington. That corner oh, store, yeah, yeah. Boy, and that,
0: I, ooh, Lord, that I, food was so good. I had that food. Ain't nothing like day. them mom and pop shops, boy. Them mom and pop shops had the best food. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! And I mean, what about the place though?
1: I threw that food up. Oh yeah. you was over there enjoying, and I'm over there mm-hmm. sitting. But salads was my was my thing, though. I love me a good salad when I was pregnant. Well, yeah. I like a good salad now.
0: Yeah, y'all people from Florence just eat that that little y'all mess. People.
1: Y'all, hmm? what Y'all eat? That
0: what? bougie food,
1: salads is bougie. Yeah, bougie oh, food.
0: You I mean, seeing you couldn't even eat no. It
1: makes sense.
0: You couldn't even eat no regular
1: sandwich. When I was pregnant, is that what you're talking about? What are you talking about? Hold up. What are you I talking about? Was already born, right? What are we talking about, right? No, I was pregnant with him. Oh, that's what we're talking about—the pregnancy. So, Uh, what are you, what? Oh,
0: well, my bad. I thought you was talking about after he was born.
1: No, we were talking about the pregnancy.
0: But it was smooth, though, right? It was smooth.
1: It was smooth for you, I'm sure. You ain't had to throw up.
0: I'm saying smoother than Lane's
1: pregnancy. Yeah, we said that. We did say that already. Oh. Anyway, let me go ahead and take over, because I don't know what he's talking about. But um but yes, yeah, so um after Lane I mean, after um all of that, his pregnancy was pretty it was better than Elena's. Um now we can skip pretty much to the day of labor. Um I knew I was in labor that Wednesday. I knew it, but I ain't say nothing because I was supposed to go in for induction on that Monday. I don't know what in my bright mind thought that I was going to make it. From Wednesday to Monday in labor, but um, but yes, I knew I was in labor. I labored that whole night. Well, preterm, pre pre labor, like I wasn't in active labor. Um, so that morning when I woke up, I was like, ooh, yeah. I mean, I'm in labor now. Um, so I called my cousin Dee, Dee, to come get me and take me to the hospital. I actually had a hair appointment that day, but I had to cancel it because I was like, girl, I think I'm in labor. And so, um, so I called Didi to come get me. And Didi was like, okay, I'm coming, I'm coming. It was 30, 45 minutes. Now, she ain't stayed that far. It was 30, 45 minutes. Girl, still is not there. I'm like, okay, what is taking you so long? So I call her again. I'm on the way, I'm on the way. Line was not on no way. And so I was like, you know what? I was supposed to get my hair done, so I need to shampoo my hair. So I was working at a shop. But the shop owner was out um, on medical leave. So I still went up there because there was another lady working in the shop. And I was seeing if she was going to get the shampoo, my hair for me, because I had already asked the girl who was doing my hair because she shampooed for me because I'm super pregnant at this point. So I get to that salon and this lady talking about um, I asked her because she shampooed my hair for me. Oh, I have a client was like okay and i was like you know what okay so at this point i'm in like these contractions are coming you know pretty frequent and they not letting up so um i took my uh third 40 week uh, no 39 week pregnant butt and bent over in this in the shampoo bowl shampoo my hair the best i could i could barely you know shampoo it and she's sitting there looking and then, um... Sh- Where was
0: I at this whole time? You were
1: at work because we were like, there's no need for you to come now because you needed those hours. You know, you needed, we needed the money. And we learned from the first time, you sat up there with me all day and ain't nothing happened. So we, has, we you know, um, agreed that you were going to stay at work until I, it was actually time for real. Because we knew nine times out of ten, he wasn't going to let me do a V-back, so it was going to be a C-section anyway. Um, You know, but I was going to try to labor... And do a V-back on my own. But it ended up not working that way. But um, but yeah, so I ended up shampooing my hair, sitting up under the dryer, still thinking D.D. is on the way. She I done told her that I done moved and went to the salon, all this other kind of stuff. D.D. still ain't there. I'm like, girl, what wow. are you doing? D.D., you fired. <laughs> what are you doing? Like, why are you still not here? So then I sat up under the dryer, waiting on D.D. some more. I don't know where she was at. She must have been in Kalamazoo. So then I'm like, okay, the hair dripping down. I was like, I can't take it. I got to go to the hospital. I got to go. And so I drove myself to the hospital. (laughs) She still wasn't there. So then I get up there, and I'm still in communication with you. It's just crazy how you don't remember these things, but, I mean, whatever. So I was still in communication with you. You was like, okay, I'm going to come. I was like, no, just wait. Let me get up here and see what they say when they check me. So get up there. Lady ain't even checked me. For real. Well, she checked me when I first got there a little bit. And so she was like, oh, yeah, you're about, um, I think she said two or three centimeters or whatever. And I was thinking in my head, well, if I'm two or three centimeters, baby, I don't want to know what 10s feel like. So, um, you know, she let me labor a little longer. She was like, oh, yeah, you'll be fine until Dr. Um, Baruti gets off and he'll come in after his shift. And da-da-da-da-da. They didn't check me anymore because I was a scheduled C-section. So for some reason, they still didn't check me. Um, and so then Didi came up there and then after that, the, you know, we, Didi and my mama was up there for the pretty much that middle part. And then you came after you got off work and then you got there right before Dr. Baruti got there and he checked me. And if I'm not mistaken, I was se- almost seven centimeters and he was like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. You know, you was supposed to be a scheduled C-section. If I would have known you was in labor dilating and I would have came because he didn't want me to do a VBAC because of my blood pressure from the previous pregnancy. So um, he was like, oh, no, let's go ahead and get her back for a C-section. And then that's when we went back for the C-section and Landon came out. He wasn't he wasn't crying or anything. He had blue little little lips mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. And it was pretty much because he had swallowed the meconium, uh, which is the first boo boo. Um, so they had to clear out his lungs and all that other kind of stuff and take him to NICU Um, you know, and I was really upset with the nurse because I told, I kept telling her I'm in active, I'm I'm in labor, like I'm in labor, ma'am. And she's like, oh yeah, well, you know, he'll be here at the five o'clock and da, 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 da. And he was like literally shocked that I was that far along. Um, you know, and I was supposed to have a C-section. I literally could have just labored on, but I did not know any better then. Um, you know, so... That was him. He stayed a couple of days in the NICU, but other than that, you know, and when we got out with him, life was. I mean, it wasn't great, but I did have a little. You know, I was doing hair at that point, so I did have a little income coming in. Um, but it, it, financial wise, we were okay. It wasn't the. It wasn't the best. We were like ten dollars away from being, it being real bad. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was a lot better. Yeah,
0: I can't say it was better. We had everything. We had our own place. Mm-hmm. Had this room set up. I mean, we everything was a mm-hmm. lot better. Yeah, with Landa's uh, birth, I can't say that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um,
1: yeah, after it great, wasn't bad either. Who? After. After his birth. I didn't get oh, postpartum yeah. to birth. I didn't get That's any because I was there. Yeah. And, well, you were there the first time, too.
0: I know, but, but um, I think it's because I was there the whole
1: time. Oh, okay. Then, whatever you want to say. But we did go out for more walks, and we did get out and about because he was born in the summertime. So, um, you can look at me like that all you <laughs> want. Uh, he was born in the summertime, so I was able to be out more, and I wasn't scared about my uterus falling out and catching pleurisy. <laughs> and my grandma had me scared. So, but yeah, after his, you know, he, his was really good. The only thing I can say that was a really a little aggravating with him is because he was so tiny and he wasn't gaining any weight. So the doctors kind of made it seem like, um, my breast milk wasn't enough for him. So I did end up putting him on formula and taking him to Quan grandma for her to give her love and attention to him. And he plumped up very quickly. I don't know what she was giving my baby, but Lord bless her soul. I love that woman. She really helped get my because my baby was starting to look sickly. He was starting to look real weird. <laughs>
0: he started eating grits. Yeah, it
1: must have been. I don't know what she was over there feeding my baby, but she got real him. Food. She got him right. Um, and then years to come to find out the reason why he probably wasn't getting as much um milk as he needed was because he had a tongue tie, and nobody even even thought to even say that. Like, because he can't, you know, he can't lick his, stick his tongue out enough to actually get a good, a good a latch, mm-hmm. which is probably why he wasn't getting as much as he needed and losing the weight. um, And which is probably why I was producing so much because he did, my body knew that he needed more. um, So, yeah, but now I know better, honey. I know better, better. But he is, he is dope too. I love that little boy.
0: Mm, mm-hmm.
1: that's my dog. Mm, that's our my little dog. musician. <laughs>
0: yeah, he' gonna be. He, I think he's gonna be more of a a producer yeah. type. Yeah, cause he like making beats with the uh, little pads on his phone.
1: Mm, and he also is multi. You know, he does a lot. He lo- He likes the drum. He likes the guitar. He likes the harmonica. He likes, you know, uh, the ukulele. He's been trying to get us to get ukulele lessons but he's he's well versed, so I feel like that's that's what a producer needs yeah. is to be well versed in multiple um instruments and different things like that so it makes sense He said that's what he he said he wanted to be um music engineer
0: okay he's be, <laughs> be around the right person mm-hmm. to learn that stuff so I really mm-hmm. feel like he's gonna be a very uh creative type person mhm so yeah. Okay. I'm excited to see how, what our kids be doing in the future.
1: Right. How does it feel to be a dad, Devine? I know you said you didn't want children. So how does it feel to have two?
0: I love my babies, man. I love them. I mean, like, yeah, they may get on my nerves sometimes, but <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, Lane, like, I, I just know them so good. I know, like, I just kind of know how to handle them. I like, they really... They really make me feel so good. Mm-hmm. I, like, I have unconditional love. Like, whether I'm having a bad day mm-hmm. or whether, you know, they don't care about that. They just want to see Dad. Like, I just got off of Hell Week, mm-hmm. and, you know, Ariel tells me all the time when I'm on Hell Week, they just, even, including her, like, they just miss me so much because I don't see them mm-hmm. the way my schedule works. By the time I get home, they're going to school. And then by the time they get out of school, I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. So they never see me. And it's like when I do see them, they're so happy to see me. I'm so happy mm-hmm. to see them. Um, and just seeing them grow up and, you know, and it's like I relive a lot of stuff mm-hmm. um, from when I was a kid to, to now and to be the parent. And it's just crazy, but I just love them because they give me unconditional love. These three, my wife and my kids give me unconditional love, and I love them. i do anything for them. So it's great being a dad. I don't want no more kids now. Mm-hmm. But the two I got, I really love them. They're really my babies for real.
1: Yeah, I love it. I love being a mother. It is definitely hard um, sometimes because I try to do the most. Um, I want to make sure they have everything they want and they need and because especially with Elena because she's been through the struggle with us from the beginning when we didn't have anything um, you know it, it, it was hard like we talking about the baby that was with us when we you know one time didn't have any lights you know and we sitting there looking at each other like she been through the struggle with us. So I, I mean, like that bond with her is is amazing because she's she don't remember those things, but us going through those things, I feel like you know made her even stronger, even though she doesn't know it, um, because she's very resilient. Like she she's very resilient. Like I, I I just appreciate you know the little girl that she has become, um, because she she can achieve more than what she knows, um, and I really want her to have that self confidence in herself to know, you know, that she can, and she will, um, because you have to give her a little bit more boost than you have to give Landon. Mm-hmm. Um, but you also have to think that she is, um, she is a little sneaky. So mm-hmm. she'll use that against you. So figuring out how to parent her versus Landon is different. Um, you know, she needs that boost, but for me, she needs that stern boost. From other people, she needs that soft boost because she is emotional. She will cry in a heartbeat. Um, she is passionate about whatever she does, especially about her grades. Homegirl, you know, is, is passionate about those grades. And, you know, she right now we're learning about responsibility and we're learning about being held accountable. And we're also learning about reactions. You can't care so much about your grades, but they don't want to study. Right. You know, so like, you know, teaching those teaching those things without being so hard on her. Um, But I have to be more hard because of the fact that she will let it slide by if she can. Mm -hmm. She won't push herself when she knows that she can do like she she needs that extra push, Um, you know. But I love being her mom. You know, I struggle sometimes with my own personal things when it comes to parenting her. And, of course, we'll get dive more into that on later episodes. But, um, you know, so I am hard on myself when it comes to her. Um, You know, when I feel like I'm not being the best mom or I'm not, you know, being the best role model. So sometimes I do, you know, give myself a hard time. I don't know why. Well, it's because you're not going to know why. Because you didn't experience what I experienced. So you're not going to know why.
0: Yeah, but I'm like, when you beat yourself up, I think, you know. I have to constantly remind you like girl you' you're a really dope parent. Mm-hmm. I know sometimes that may go in where I, in and out the other ear, mm-hmm. but like I feel like you need to hear that because if you don't, you'll really feel mm-hmm. like you're not a worthy parent, and you do so much. Yeah. Cause I'd be like, girl, I ain't doing that for them
1: kids. I ain't doing it. <laughs> yeah, but it's because of my, you know, of, of my upbringing. So it has nothing to do, you know. Yeah, and like I said, you won't understand because you, you not, you know, you haven't been in the situation that I'm in, and we're two totally different people. Right. Um. You know. So, but I have to. I'm glad that you do bring me back from those times because I can't get in, deep into it and you know, and and fall in a deep hole. But I'm working on that, which is why I'm in therapy. I'm working on that, trying to, you know, not be so learn not to be so hard on myself when it comes to her, because it's only with her. And that just has to go back to past and, you know, childhood things. So, um, you know, when it comes to landing your parents and him is a lot different because he is more affectionate. Um, you know, he wants the hugs. He'll just come up to you and ask for a hug. He'll come up to you and ask for a kiss. So he is more on the affectionate side. He wants and he needs those things. Whereas Elena, she could care less about right. getting those things. And you know, when she do want those things, she wants something. Right. All um, in my
0: face. Like, girl, what you want? Because you right. don't you don't want no hug from me. <laughs> you don't want to sit down and talk with me.
1: You want something. <laughs> right.
0: So please, and I I just think that comes with knowing your kids. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're a parent, and you don't know your kids. Like, I don't feel
1: okay, I train. Don't,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel like you're fully invested in your kids if you don't know them. Or because, mm-hmm. like, I know Lane and Landon like the back of my hand. I know Landon. Like Landon, he's uh, his love language is uh, what you say, the confirmation. He needs that confirmation. Conf- like the words.
1: Affirmation. Affirmation. What are you talking about? Hold Landon. on. The, the, he needs
0: physical touch. The physical touch and the words.
1: Oh, Because okay. you know
0: he'll be playing.
1: Words and affirmation.
0: Yeah. Dad, mm. dad, mom, I'm doing good.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. I'm doing good. And then, he needs that validation. He and I'll be it. like,
0: yeah, you're doing good. But Arielle, I think that's the nurture side. She'll be like, you know, when he's not doing good, she'll be like, well, you know. You could do better. And me, no, son, you're not doing good.
1: Well, it's because he he craves for that validation, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. But it can also turn into something not good because you have to know within yourself that you are good at what you're doing and you are okay. So I don't want to crush him. No. And be like, I don't want to crush him and be like, no, you didn't, you know, you didn't do good or you you did good, but you did it, 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 it. I just want to be like, OK, yeah, you did good, but let's work on so and so. Right. You know, I don't want to just, you but know, crush I feel him. like
0: I feel like sometimes when you, you just be not you, but like parents in general can be a little bit too not soft, but like they don't mm-hmm. keep it all the way. 100? Real, yeah, don't keep it all the way 100. Like, if Landon's doing great, I'm going to tell him he's doing great. And mm-hmm. if he had an okay game, I'd be like, you did good, but I know you could do some stuff better. But if he just do bad, I'm just like, bro, you did bad, and I know you're better than
1: this. Well, you I, got but, to that point. Now, that's not how you were at the beginning. You you could tell on your face that you were disappointed, and, he, and that crushes him. You know, whenever you show, especially when he was um, playing basketball and you, you know, you could just look on your, I'd be like, Vaughn, fix your face. He's, he's, he's only seven, you know, and that's another thing that I mean, I realize that he is only seven. And you also know that we're dealing with this ADHD thing and trying to manage that. So he's learning, we're learning, we're trying to work together. So it's like, give him, a, just give him a second, give him a, we're figuring it out. Um, And I just don't want to be, you know, so, because he doesn't require that. Now, if it was Elena, that's a different story because she requires that because she will slide by and not do her best. Him, he'll try. You you can tell to see the sweat falling off his forehead. Mm-hmm. And he'll try his best. Oh, my gosh, he's giving it his all. He really You does. know, even if he was a little wild during the game or even if he almost knocked down the chills or something, you know, but it's like focus, you know, teaching him to focus, and okay? Find that inner thing that you can focus on.
0: Right, and I just think that's my issue um, mm-hmm. because I don't care if he's the best player on the team mm-hmm. or if he makes all the touchdowns or scores all the points, I just want you to be zoned in mm-hmm. and be focused. And that's mm-hmm. my issue. But I have to also understand mm-hmm. about the the ADHD part, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because you, you know, have that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like I'm, I have to be more understanding because me, I'm not the most understanding guy mm-hmm. at all i will be like, dude, get over it. That's life. Mm -hmm. But I can't be like that. I have to be more understanding, and I'm getting better with that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I have to be understanding that that's a problem, and some of that stuff is out of his control.
1: Right. But I feel like being both makes sense. Like, being that understanding, but also this is what you need to work on because you don't want to be so understanding that you don't, let's get back to the, you know, the real thing. Um, you know, I still feel like he can, you can do both. You can be, Oh yeah, you did very good. Like you, like you are now, like you were just stating, you can be like, you did good, but so, and so, and so, um, you know, and I, I mean, and he, and when you do that, if you notice, when you started doing that, showing both sides, he goes and he corrects whatever it is that he was doing in the first place. Right. So I feel like, you know, do being that changing changing your verbiage to that is is helped him out a lot, especially with um basketball. Well we know football just probably ain't his thing, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not <laughs> that's okay. He shows some glimpses, but Yeah. He uh, is, uh, basketball mm, is really his thing. Yeah, basketball his thing. Yeah. So like but I feel like, you know, raising him is different because he is like I was saying, he, he is, is he is yeah. that cuddly mm-hmm. type of thing. And I'm okay with that. He also, you know, he but you also have to redirect him a lot. Um, Because of he does lose focus very quickly. So you do have to redirect him more often and you have to give him smaller tasks to do because you just can't give him a wide variety of things because nothing is going to get done. And that's where I understand him, you know? So I feel like our bond is definitely different because we understand each other. And Elena and Vaughn's bond is different because they understand each other because they are similar and me and Landon are similar, Um, Mm. you know? So, you know, it's, I love both of them. I love there is no one that I love more than the other. I just love them differently. Because and I parent different. them differently. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. they
0: are different. And it's crazy because, like you say, you'll be like, for example, Lane, oh, go fix me something to drink. Lane, they just fix something to drink. Landon, <laughs> you have to be like, Landon, go in the cabinet, get me a <laughs> cup, get the juice out of the refrigerator, <laughs> open the juice. <laughs> <laughs> then put the juice in, in the drawer. <laughs> then close the juice back up. Put, put the, the juice, juice back in, in the refrigerator. You got to break it down. You got to break it down. So when you say, Lane, go clean your room. She'll clean your room. Landon, do get the clothes off the floor. Then do this. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy. But I just feel like when you know your kids, yep. Yep. you can lead them to help them to be the best version of themselves because right. you know them. But if right. you don't know your
1: kids, you're just going to be like, dude, why didn't you clean your room? Which is how we were at the beginning right? before we understood, right. Um, you know, AD, ADHD. Like I have ADD, so I don't have the hyper, you know, part, but I do have the attention part. So whereas Landon, you know, he flipping all over the place, jumping from his bunk bed to the top, for the, like just doing, you know, and I, at the beginning I thought it was just boy stuff. You know, and Vaughn was like, oh, ain't nothing wrong with him, ain't nothing wrong with him. Um, You know, but I knew, I was like, something, this, this isn't just normal boy stuff. Like, he's losing focus. He can't say a sentence. Um, He can't complete a thought. Like, and that's the same thing that was going on with me. Um, You know, I was unmedicated at the time. But, you know, getting on my medication, I noticed a difference. Like, even on the podcast today, I'm able to complete sentences. Like I'm able to finish a thought, um, you know, and on the other ones, I would start something and then never finish, you know, and that's just has to something that I have to deal with on a daily. Um, I am medicated now, um, but you know, as many times as I try to get off of the medication, I'm just not at a spot where I can do that and figure out another alternative, figure out an alternative. So, um, I get it. I get it. I understand him. I'm so glad that Vine is on the same page because
0: yeah, you know, that was rough. Up, you know, I grew up in a time like, ain't nothing wrong with that boy. Ain't nothing wrong with that and girl.
1: This, I don't even think you grew up in a time. You grew up with the parents yeah. that said.
0: Yeah, ain't you good. or well, if you feel bad, hey, man, go to sleep. You'll feel good when you wake mm-hmm. up. You know, going to the hospitals and stuff like that wasn't really a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so it just was kind of like, let's pray to God. <laughs> let's pray to God and you'll be better. But God made doctors too. Right. <laughs> so Right. Um, Cause but, that was
1: a big debate though, between yeah, me and you about yeah. medicating him. Um, but it wasn't until we got to um, Greenville and, you know, the, the school, the, the, what was she? Not the school nurse, the teacher.
0: <laughs> yeah. She, man, man, let me tell you something. Mm. When you have a great schooling system, man, mm-hmm. It, a
1: great teacher. A
0: great teacher, man. Because
1: it's, it's not necessarily the school sis it's, it's the teacher.
0: Man, that teacher, man. Like, that's mm-hmm. the best teacher I've ever witnessed for him. Because,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know, when you hear teachers all the time, oh, your son is this. And I'm just like, bro, that's not my son.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then you get another teacher giving a total different view of, mm-hmm. like, they love him like mm-hmm. and she was just like he's just the best kid and that just let me know that some of these teachers out here aren't really doing it for the love man
1: but I don't I necessarily can't all the way agree with that because of the fact that I don't think that his previous teacher when we were in Florence didn't do it for the love she just has so many kids and at that point Landon was a big distraction. And so she got more aggravated with him. She didn't have any help. This was still COVID time. They're short-staffed, um, you know, and you pose a stay-in ratio. I think in his class he had, what, 27 kids or something? like It was a humongous class, you know. So, so I feel like, you know, she may have just been, you know, at her wits end um, with it. And, you know, because some of the things that she was sent home were so stupid to me. Oh, Landon shook his hair in class today. Okay, and? Or Landon went down up under the table, crawled up on the table to get his pencil. Okay, and? Like, it was every single day. And I was that's why I was telling Vine, you getting it secondhand from me telling you. This lady is emailing me. She is calling me. She is texting me. Every single day. Day. she is sending home notes I'm having to sign this it was to the point my son got suspended like it was something every day and that was so aggravating but then for us to get here and the teacher I told the teacher you know how last year was and she was like okay I'll evaluate she evaluated she did come back mid-year and was like yeah I, I'm 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 say sorry to say but he seems to do you know have some sort of attention something So I recommend you taking him to the doctor to get evaluated. And, you know, it was then that Vaughn was like, dang, okay. And his grades were starting to slip. He was, felt like he was going backwards with education. And I'm just like, you should know this word, son. Like, we've been over this and this, that, and the third. And then when she was like observing her student teacher and she was like, I feel so bad for him because I literally can see him trying so hard to focus and he cannot. He he just can't. So um, that's when we were like, okay, something has to be done. And we took him to be evaluated and all of that. And it came, you know, came back that he does have ADHD. And we chose the medication route. Medication and behavioral therapy.
0: And he's doing very good in mm-hmm. school. But I feel like when you have a teacher that really wants to help instead of just, you know, throwing stones. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it just makes it a lot easier because... She was on the same page, and we and we never got notes home.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, he's just been this and that. We mm-hmm. maybe got one.
1: Yeah, it, was some. But it like, was some.
0: But it wasn't, like, every day. Yeah. So that let me know, like, yeah, I understand, sweetie. You know, it was the times. It was a lot. But at the same time, I still don't agree with that. Like, mm-hmm. you just nitpicking at this point. Yeah. So, like, once we got to Greenville... And, you know, I just love that teacher because.
1: Miss Mangum, shout out to Miss Mangum. Man, Mango. that lady is
0: amazing, I'm <laughs> telling you. And so now it's it's crazy because I used to be like, Lord, I know Landon going to have something today, but now I know they have good days. Mm-hmm. And I know he's doing good. His grades are good.
1: Yeah and you know we haven't saying. even heard i mean when we went to the parent teacher conference she just you know basically said we're still trying to get that focus thing and he you know how he does better with single group instead of a big group like we're still working it out you right. know we're still figuring it out we're trying to see about the medication dosage and stuff so it's it's still continue you know it's continuous so um, it, it gets hard sometimes. It gets frustrating sometimes. But I know once we get to that nice, sweet spot, it'll be well worth it.
0: Mm-hmm. And he's older. Mm-hmm. He's getting older, so he's able to control it a little more. Mm. A and little. Yeah, a little. A little,
1: little more. more. You know. But but it's just who he is. Yeah. It's who he is. If he ain't jumping off of something, he ain't a cell.
0: Ain't lying <laughs> if he. If he's not, like you say, you know he's sick or mm-hmm. it's something. Like, if he, you know Lane, if she say she's sick, you got to be like, girl, you ain't sick. Mm-hmm. You trying to get off on something. But if right. Land, if Landon mm-hmm. not feeling good and he say he don't feel good, he really do not feel good. Mm-hmm. So And he show it, too. mm mm-hmm. Typical, mm-hmm. typical male way to show stuff. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> I feel like we have two awesome kids, we man. We do. And, they're
1: gonna
0: to. continue to grow they are and they're
1: gonna the be great. only the only two kids well i of fine i can't have no more so you saying only you ain't gonna you ain't gonna let me adopt or have a surrogate so
0: we get some dogs
1: i'm okay with that because i couldn't see myself starting to anyway. let you
0: get a cat
1: okay landon no we're not getting a cat because who, who gonna keep that cat out my kitchen absolutely not no no cats No, I do a dog, but I ain't doing no cat. And them cats scratching. We don't no, 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 no cats. Dogs bite. Dogs don't bite me. Cats scratch anybody. I don't want no cat. Then what we gonna do? No. Well, I'm just
0: telling you how far I go. Oh, okay then. Okay, all right then. Well, we ain't gonna have
1: to get there. Just give me. I do the dogs. But um, but yes, y'all, that is the the stories of how we became uh parents of two beautiful children a son, and a daughter. And we are going to continue to let y'all know about this parenting life. You got something you want to say, boo-boo?
0: Um, We still trying to figure out how we going to end the podcast.
1: Babe, we don't have to figure it out, sweetie. We got everything good. You got to just do tap-tap. You just got to tap no. those two. What do you mean? I
0: told you I said I wanted to have like a...
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Like, mm, remember, yeah. guys...
1: Not don't remember, guys. <laughs> Goodness. Oh, ooh. what? What? Oh, oh.
0: Say it. Well, remember, y'all. Oh, only the loyal last.
1: There you go, boo boo. That's your life. Y'all line. think that's good? I mean, you know what? Let's. Yeah, I don't think nobody gonna. Respond. If y'all make know, it this
0: far, cause how long we been on said, hour? Yeah, yeah. If y'all make it past, if y'all make it to this, uh, <laughs> they
1: should. But just go ahead and say what you're gonna say, man.
0: Come up with some ways, but I think. Remember, only the loyal last. I think that'd be a good way. That to is end.
1: a good one. Remember, only the loyal last.
0: You got some. You got an ending, or you still want to no. say? Uh, well,
1: no, but you go ahead. Yeah, no. That's your do thing. you
0: still want to say thank you? <laughs> <laughs> thank you for listening.
1: And I mean, but go ahead and say your um, say your say your spiel. Go ahead and do your remember.
0: Remember, guys.
1: Okay. Mm.
0: Only the loyal last.
1: Okay, we'll work on that. Thank y'all for listening to Loyalty Over Cloud Podcast. Catch us on the following podcast platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon Music, and anywhere else you listen to your favorite podcasts for free. You can also follow us on Instagram at Loyalty Over Cloud Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, follow, and five-star rate.